Welcome to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, and sitting across from me, stroking a pancake, is my good friend Marty. How are we doing, Marty? Uh, not bad, man. Uh, it's actually been a long fucking week, so that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, it's uh, everybody knows uh, our recording schedule. We're coming off of the long Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. And mine was, you know, like I said, five days of not... Yeah, you had to work for like two days. Yeah, I did. I did. Two days last week I worked, and five days off. Holy fuck, dude. This whole week. That'll teach you. So that teach you. Slow. Uh, like, I yesterday I was running, running order out with the guy I work with. And we're running and running and running. I'm like, oh man, it's got to be, you know, at least, uh, look at the clock. And it's like a quarter to fucking seven in the morning. I'm like, oh my God. It is, <laughs> it's not even seven o'clock yet. Please kill <laughs> me. Please fucking kill me. Man, that's kind of just how the whole week has just gone. It's just, uh, drug out, painful, uh, torturous, uh, but it's almost done, so that really is kind of the high point, but uh, yeah, no, other than that, yeah, no, uh, it's not bad. We're going to make a shirt, I had somebody tell me we got to make a shirt with your saying, do you know what your saying is? Uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, do you remember what you're saying, we're going to put a catch, it's a catch right, now. right, I think we talked about it one time, yeah, it's, um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> um, yeah, no, <laughs> It sounds like some Latin can't can't it's, it. It's uh, it's it's one of those uh, one of the few like idiosyncratic Midwest things I do, where like oh yeah no you're using more words than with one syllable you got me all confused that's, that's right right well like the whole uh, uh, op thing I it don't I don't get that I don't I've never heard I've never said that, that. I don't think so. like oh it's a Midwest thing I'm like fucking what Midwest man I I've never been like whoop oh sorry. No, what the fuck is that? Are you watching Fargo too many times and, and thinking that's, that's how a North everyone Dakota actually thing. Talks. That's a North Dakota thing. Uh, just what the they're, fuck? They're almost man? like they're like twin sisters to Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. But less less cool than Canada. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> no. When, when do you have uh, fucking cool syrups coming down North Dakota? You don't. You they have cool beers. They do have some good beer. I will say that they gotta have that because there's nothing else there. It, it is really uh, far. Well, as my friend Cody would smart. say, they got the NDSU Bisons. I don't watch football, so I guess <laughs> I, I don't watch the sports ball pucks. Yeah, with the Porter Indians. Right, right, right. No, yeah, no my week's kind of been JFK. I don't know, just a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what shot in the head? What the fuck, man? JFK. <laughs> no, it's been like. I've been having some really, really messed up dreams, and I'm drinking an extreme amount of caffeine Uh-oh. to counter them, and I'm like, that's not working anymore. I'm not, I'm serious, Marty. I had a dream, I was sleeping in bed, and the bed shook like three times, and I'm like, look up, and I seen something go across, we have a light off our TV, and something crossed in front of the lights. I'm pretty sure it was the cat, but I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I'm like, listening, the wife's snoring. I'm like, okay, it wasn't that. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I had really? dreams about really weird turtle things. Oh. Again. And huh. I was a cowboy. It was really weird. I was, I was, I was a cowboy herding <laughs> turtle things. It's weird. I'll have to tell you more about it out there. That's I'll start writing weird, these man. down. Yeah, no, it, it's just really bizarre. Because I know uh, last year we, we were kind of going through a, uh, going off caffeine and, and getting weird dreams. But uh, yeah, apparently you're, you're rolling towards this weird future, and, and <laughs> I hope so. And and uh, caffeine doesn't uh, hold. Well, the no, because back. I drink so much caffeine when I pee, it smells just like coffee. 
<laughs> that's it how tastes strong... like Monster, which is weird. Oh, that's gross, dude. <laughs> no, but that's, how, that's how strong my coffee is. It's like that black. It's right, black. right. No creamer. That's for sissies. Then these girls that work on me, like, oh, I go, I what my job is, like, I see them every yeah, once in a while. Yeah. They're like, you need, need to bring us coffee. I said, the only way I'm bringing you coffee if it's as black as my heart, which is the same color as pitch. Right, right. And like, that's gross. I'm like, then you're not drinking coffee. Yeah. See, yeah, I like creamer in my coffee, but I also like really good coffee. You don't put creamer in that. You just fucking, it's fucking horrifying. Crappier, like, average. It's like, man, yeah, throw creamer. Who cares? Either way. Yeah, no, I like I like actually really strong, strong coffee. Oh yeah, it's I like my have. my coffee is like having asparagus pee afterwards. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> but but caffeinated. What is, what's that look for, Pancake? Your dog just staring me. Oh yes, we're in a new studio now. Yeah, we so are. the audio quality is gonna be off for at least this episode. We're gonna try and get it better by the next one. Right, and hopefully our audio quality quality will be better all around. Right, and and actually with with some testing, it actually isn't that bad. Actually, sounding. we can hear Marty because Marty's right. not yelling yeah, into the mic anymore. It, it's weird. I don't know, but yeah, no, we're we're uh, kind. Of, it, it is kind of. I mean, it's not fully scrambled and thrown together, but it kind of is. You know yeah. what I mean? It, <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, the, the original plan, we was actually going to be moving into a different room in my house, which I think would be more optimal than this one. I don't know. The dungeon's pretty um, comfy. Yeah, with all is, the straps and all the the, those are the, the the hanging sex swing is nice. Yeah. It really pulls that's, through That's together. the happy room, as you right, call right, it. Right. But yeah, other circumstances have now uh, rendered that room null and void to do this with. <laughs> Um, so it's like, well, we'll clean out the storage room and we'll see what we can do with that. It kind of sucks because it does not have a full closing door, which sucks, which the other room did, which kind of, uh, helps. Well, we'll just have furry visitors every once in a while. That's Yeah, right, right. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, we got a few things we're going to be putting up in here just to kind of... Baffle everything out. Yeah, yeah. To I'm pretty sure all the people listening go. to us really care about what we're gonna do. But they, they, this is what are, if you listen to our podcast, me and Marty ramble on for about right, ten minutes before we actually get into the meat of the topic. And and they're, they're just you know riveted to the fucking edge of their seats, like, oh man, are they gonna put up fucking the soundproofing baffling? Fuck, I hope so. Is that up next? Yeah, yeah it is, man. Let me show you a picture of the foam I put up. Egg <laughs> curtains. I just fucking like thirty <laughs> fucking pictures spammed onto Instagram of just walls. Yeah, you don't post much on Instagram. No one knows who you are on Instagram. I just cool go on Instagram. Actually, I'm waiting for you. I'm Instagram. waiting for you to start harassing the page on Instagram. I'll be like, yeah, I know yeah. you fucking <laughs> live, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But speaking of weird fuzzy things. Did you hear? I just found an article. I got several articles I'm going to read today. The headline of this article is Uh-oh. Dozens of Cattle Slaughtered by a Mysterious Creature That Left No Tracks. Oh. Dozens of cattle have been slaughtered by a mysterious creature in Colorado. 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 That left no tracks. In October, 18, uh, in October, 18 dead cows were found near the town of Meeker on uh, Sunday. Some. But not all the injuries are consistent with wolf predation. But officials of the Colorado Parks and Wildlife have found no tracks or evidence of them in the area. But whatever is killing cows appears to be on a rampage. Since since October, as many as 40 cows have been found around the same area. Wildlife officials have done everything they can to try and find the animal. They have set up trail cams, aerial flights, and still have found no trace of the culprit, newspapers reported. Colorado 
Parks and Wildlife Northwest Regional Director Travis Black said on November 17th, according to Steamboat Pilot and Today, it's perplexing, it's confusing, it's frustrating trying to figure out exactly what occurred in these incidents. We have no evidence of wolves in the area, that, but that doesn't mean there are not there. Further investigations into what may be killing the livestock are still underway. Cows can, de- Cows can develop a number of fatal diseases. Wildlife officials believe it could have been Clostridium bacteria, which can cause gut distress and subsequent death in the cows, but veterinaries have ruled out that bacteria. No. We're scratching our heads, Black told the Central Colorado Plains warning people. Although wolves still may be the cause for the death, there is little evidence to establish this. Jesus. What we are lacking, in my opinion, is the typical feeding behaviors that we would see typically in wolves. Wolves come back and feed on the carcasses, Black said. The incident incident comes as gray wolves slowly make a comeback to the state. Gray wolves used to be abundant in the state before they were completely eradicated in the 1940s. Colorado is aiming to implement reintroduction programs approved by the voters in 2020, the plan which aims to reintroduce more wolves to the state by the end of 2023, to be present to the CWP Commission on December 9th, according to Steamboat Pilot and Today. Wolves sometimes migrate into Colorado from nearby states. They are likely population. They are likely a population from the northern Rockies across Montana, Idaho, and Wyoming. If wolves are the predators responsible for the killings, it would mean that they were passing through Colorado earlier than is seasonally expected. That's about it. And the funny thing here is here, Colorado is home to a variety of other species, such as mountain lions, but officials have not confirmed whether the species is a potential suspect. It is not certain how many wolves in Colorado are in Colorado in 2020. Wildlife officials established there may were as there was as many as six, and in 2021, one of them gave birth to six pups. They have also used howling calls to try and get the wolves yep. to react. Nothing. So what do you think is going on there, Marty? Cocaine bear is back. Man. Oh, good lord. Do you actually know the? Okay, do you know what the story is behind mm-hmm. that? It actually happened. Mm-hmm. Cocaine Bear did not go like the movie. Fo- it looks like a lot of fun to watch. Oh, it looks like a fucking black. But let's get back to wolves here in Colorado, <laughs> right. and but uh, yeah, no, uh, Jesus. But I find it funny that they, well, there's no tracks. They're just dead. Something. Yeah. And they say it's not like a wolf attacked them, but there must be something there that's implying it's wolf-like. Right. Like I said, it, it, it seems like there is definitely. Uh, predatory marks on them, which is why they're going towards that. And if that. you have any GFP guy worth his salt, he can tell you if it's oh, a wolf yeah. or a mountain lion or a bear for that fact. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Just with the uh, 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 the claw marks, bite marks, the, the where they're attacked, there are certain behaviors different animals use. Because usually like with any large animal, like if a cougar, let's say you use a cougar example, when it's right. attacked... It attacks from the back, and it goes for the hindquarters and just shreds it. That would yes. be the first telltale sign that was a mountain lion. Then if it's not that, they would go for the throat. Yeah. Yeah, wolves, once they get them slowed down, then they, yeah. they choke them out. Wolves yeah. usually go for the gut. Yeah. Because I, I had to tell you a story here. When I was growing up, my had grand, German grandparents, they lived on a farm, and they had pure-blood German shepherds. Oh, shit. Awesome dogs. Awesome dogs. Also, oh, when yeah, they yeah. snap. When they snap, yeah. they snap hardcore. Yeah. Because I remember when I was probably about seven or eight, I was going out to the bar, you know, everybody's visiting, it's a weekend, we're out dinking around the bar, right. and I hear this cow moving, and he has a steer locked up in the barn, you know, they're getting ready to sell it or butcher it. 
And I go in there and I hear the steer just moving. And all of a sudden I look out and its guts are hanging from its stomach. The oh, German shit. shepherd had snapped and gutted it as it stood in a pen. Oh, man. man. Good feeding me that fucking Purina. You got food right out Yeah, here I'm just saying, when, usually that's why oh, yeah. they, they usually go for, like, legs and you'd be able to tell. Yeah. I'm thinking it possibly could be, because it says it's on Rampage, 40 animals. I'm like, maybe Dogman? I don't know. Uh, you're right. And maybe more than one. I mean, realistically, if you've got a, a, a fucking small pack. I mean, they are, I, I have to assume, because they are canid-based. Yeah. That they probably run in packs. And you also have too. I mean, we do have history of stories of dogmen hunting in packs. I mean, that is yeah. something that is, is not out of the fucking uh, question to be happening. But then, too, it's like kind of points like they would leave partial tracks like a wolf, but really freaking big. Right. <laughs> I, I Yeah, see, that's the part I don't get. Uh, Leaving I mean, no tracks. Yeah, it... I mean, it is October. Maybe it is leaving tracks, but they're like saying, we can identify these tracks, so we're right. going to say it's not leaving tracks. Yeah, so that's what I was kind of wondering. It's like it's <coughs> it's not the tracks that they, they think they're finding, so they're maybe not even noticing in that because yeah. they're not expecting it. Uh, I don't know. That's fucking weird, dude. It's yeah. just really, really weird. Speaking of weird, remember last week when we talked about this, Eno Ulrich? Oh, yeah. The guy yeah, yeah. from 2167? Well, on November 30th, he says James Webb, James Webb Telescope discovers a planet that is a mirror version of Earth. Well, that didn't happen. I'm keeping track of what this guy said. Ah, We're going to see how many he gets right. Well, now, now keep tabs on it because maybe they just haven't told us because that was what, 27th? November 30th is when it's supposed oh, to happen. Oh, 30th. Okay, so yesterday. Yesterday. And they, they may not have decided to announce it to us yet. No. I will keep that on tab. Okay. You, you're probably better at keeping tabs of that than I am. I used to do that all the time at Mavar. It, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one's almost drunk enough. we got to get a trash can in here so I don't litter this whole floor with paper. Uh, yeah. Just, I've already than, just started throwing it on the floor. It, it's yeah. better than, than all the cat puke I actually scrubbed off the floor. Because they would like, hang out in here. It's gross. And nobody wanted to come bother him. It's like, just let them sit there. Fuck them. You know how I've always had it. No, Marty, your dog barks the weirdest. Marty's got a... What the hell kind of dog is it? It's a full corgi. It's a full corgi. But when it barks, it doesn't sound like a dog barking like you think. It sounds like some guy out there saying, bark, bark. I'm like, it's just weird as hell, dude. Uh, they're obnoxious animals. They're, they're, they're known for people hitting their bark. And I will fucking attest to that. But it sounds it just like somebody saying bark. Right, right. It's not the even cute bark. It's bark. The, the stereotypical It's not like Captain Bork Bork. May you rest in peace. That right. She rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like how always like scientists and robotics, and they're never yeah. nothing bad's ever going to happen. Well, I found an article that confirms nothing bad will ever happen. Well, yeah. Okay. This article title: This article is San Francisco cops now allows lo- now allowed to use robots to kill people. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great title. That's it really awesome. is. That sounds like something you would see in a like subtextable of a starting mm. sci-fi movie. Right, right. San Francisco police have been granted permission by the city's supervisors to kill civilians using robots. Yes, that's a real thing that just happened. Though it sounds like an episode of Black Mirror, it is actually its actual turn of events that highlights the emergency emergence of a deeply worrying new trend in pol- policing. The San Francisco San Francisco Police Department is claiming officers could deploy robots during mass shootings or against suicide bombers. The San Francisco Chronicle reports, a majority of city supervisors approved the motion, voting 8-3 to three in favor. Yeesh. Police have already dis- deployed killer robots in the United States in the past, 
Back in 2016, the police department became the first in the country to detonate a killbot armed with explosives to take out a suspect who had shot and killed five Dallas police officers. There could be an extraordinary circumstance where in a virtual, virtual unimaginable emergency, they might ha- want to deploy lethal force to render, in some horrific situation, somebody being able to cause further harm. If that is just not covering all your damn bases. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, what here's... Uh, uh, Jesus. Yeah, we'll finish the article. We'll have more issues. San Francisco Board of Supervisors member Arian Pesky told his colleagues, as quoted by the Chronicle, Of course, that's a very specific and almost fantastical sounding scenario. In reality, it seems likely that we'll gradually see the police deploy, deploy killer robots in less extraordinary circumstances. And even more broadly, yet it's yet another sign the police have given extraordinary are given extraordinary levels of power that could easily infringe on civil rights. The San Francisco Police Force has already given permission to monitor live surveillance feeds, despite the objections from privacy right advocates earlier this year. The news also comes after the police in Oakland requested permission to arm robots with potentially lethal shotgun-like attachments last month, <laughs> only to back uh, down from the dystopian idea days later. The San Francisco Police Department has acquired a dozen functioning robots since 2010, according to the Chronicle. So far, none have been equipped to kill humans. Some city supervisors who voted against the motion were appalled by the new policy. This is a local police force here to protect us, Supervisor Dean Preston said at a board meeting. This is not the U.S. military that we are arming. This is a serious potential for misuse and abuse of military-grade technology and zero shoring of necessity, he added. Board Director Simon Walton, who voted against policy, pointed out minorities could easily become the prime target. Most law enforcement weapons are used against people of color, he said, as quoted by the Washington Post. I'm really stunned that we're we're here talking about this. This is a big deal, Supervisor Hillary Ronan, who also voted against it, said at the meeting, as quoted by by the SFC. This is opening a Pandora box that could change our society in a significant way, she added. Once we see once we see one department taking this step as publicly as San Francisco, it will open a floodgate if you're Albert Cox Kane, executive director of Surveillance Technology Oversight Project, told WAPU. Yeah, I'm not moving. To, that's another reason I'm not moving to California. Oh man, like he, here's the thing. Now I know. No, technically these robots at this point are little more than a drone. I mean, realistically, um. But you guarantee if they're willing to put those in, as soon as we get any kind of competent AI that they can throw on there, that will be getting used. It seems like we already saw this end poorly with, like, uh, I don't know, the Ed 209 from, from Robocop. This is, you know, uh, That's why scientists and most people have not watched some really good, bad, yeah. cheesy sci-fi movies. And, and I, 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 I get the, the worry that uh, minority is going to be targeted... That's the political malarkey fire point right now. I I worry more honestly about how long before they start using that to shut down people who are disagreeing with their ideas. Well, if anything, be it minority or whichever. Perfect example. Look at China right now. Exactly. And there's zero COVID policy. Yeah. It is ridiculous. The videos that are coming out of China. Yeah. They go and, into and, people's house and just drag them out. Yeah, well, a lot of these places, they've been locking the buildings, which is where a lot of this really blew up. 
was there would be fires in these buildings and nobody could get out and everyone dies inside the building because yep. oh no it's locked down. It's but, like are you fucking kidding? But me? robots would never keep you in a burning building. No, no, no. They would maybe all hail DARPA. Yeah, right. But yeah, no. There, there's so many things on this on so many levels that just oof. It, it's it's a it, it's a very bad dystopian movie beginning. It, it, this is like the well, prequel. This is like this is a story that the characters tell a flashback to where you're at in this movie. Right, right. We're we're stepping down the the roads. If anybody has seen the Animatrix, which is the prequel, basically short movies to what happened to get the Matrix to where they are. This is the kind of shit that happens. Like, oh, we brought in these robots to help out. Oh, did we? <laughs> Fucking did we? Uh, no, there's just so many things on this that it just... It That's is a dangerous road. Very I dangerous mean, road. And, 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 like, to the one guy's credit, he's saying, you know, oh, this, you know, these are going to be used in just super unlikely, fantastic, you know, uh, situations. But my whole thing is... With but I, I've been looking the last few years... And we've already gone to situations in, in the world that were ten years ago never crazy out of the out of the fucking world, unlikely to happen. We we are just rocketing towards them faster. Uh, this just seems like a bad idea right now Ooh, to yeah. me. It just like I said, right now they, they are a little more than a, a an RC drone that they're sending in somewhere for now. Yeah, um, for for now, the even then, part. before you even get to a full AI, if these things are being programmed, they are literally at the whim of the programmer. Yeah, uh, whoever is in charge of putting that code in to give it its behavior parameters. This kind of reminds you of the movie, like um, what Gene Simmons in it. Um, oh yeah, Runaway. Runaway, yeah. Yep, I actually, I honestly, I just watched that about a month ago because I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. But yeah, no, it, it really goes down to who's putting the code in and and who's supervising. What these these robots parameters are for? Yep. Oh, it's time to terminate. Yeah, yep. I, mean, I mean realistically, that's what you're doing. Is yeah, and and there's so many uh, uh, pitfalls of abuse just waiting to happen there. I, I, mean, love, really I love me is. a good robot. So Jesus, man. Well, let's talk about something happy now, folks. We're gonna talk. We're gonna go up to Canada. Oh no! We're going to Canada. Largest recorded Alberta earthquake, probably. Is natural scientists say? Oh, oh, Jesus That's the fucking Christ. title, dude. That's awesome. Largest up recorded Alberta earthquake, probably natural scientists say. It's it's probably natural. We're not really sure. I mean, yeah, there's lots of stories of weird noises people hear underground here, but we're pretty sure this has yeah. nothing to do with it. Man. Edmund and Edmund, Edmund, <laughs> Edmund, a geologist says the world's largest ever recorded in Alberta was probably due to natural causes. <laughs> that's, that's like the first sentence. Uh, that's God the first sentence. Rebecca Salvage of the University of Calgary says that a 5.6 magnitude earthquake that rattled windows in Shook's home near Peace River in northwest Alberta was likely too deep to have been caused any other way. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's normal. Energy extraction processes such as fracking have contributed to earthquakes in other parts of the Providence. Salvage says earthquakes, which are preceded by two smaller quakes and followed by several aftershocks, occurred about six kilometers underground. She said it's probably related to seismic activity originating in the Rocky Mountains. RMCP reported no energy from the event, although those who lived through it say it came on, came on with the sound of a freight train rattling their homes and their nerves. Wow. That's actually pretty good size. I mean... Yeah. 5.6, yeah. Yeah, that's really good size. But I like the way the title says, 
It's probably natural. Like it's like five miles underground. It's cool. Unless they're fracking that deep. We think. Uh, we're not sure. It's certainly not Mole Man and his mole people. Yes, uh, it don't is. worry about them. Quit quit dashing my hopes of the how Earthians attacking. They're right. <laughs> Get on if you know, If you look at the world, if you look at all the earthquakes, <clears throat> volcano, volcano like in Hawaii is erupting. Yep. The oh, whole yeah, people are coming, dude. The, the yeah, whole people are say, coming. Yeah, the, the big Hawaii blow here. Where it's like, yeah, we're not saying it's going to be bad, but you guys might want to be ready to drop everything at the fucking Well, there's like another one that just went out to, yeah. two, both of them are at, sea, at yep. the same time. They're like, this hasn't happened before. This, uh, at least for huh. not 40 years. <laughs> we're, we're, we're cool, but just be ready, man. If, if you got to leave everything, fucking leave everything. Get on that ship and get the fuck out of here. Just, ugh, Jesus. It'd be like yeah, that scene that from shit. 2012, 20, whatever. 2012 oh, with John Cusack. Yep, yep, yeah, Cusack. where they're flying to Hawaii and they're like, uh, nope. Apparently Hawaii yeah, was talking yeah. about a giant volcano. Yeah, it's just that's a, what, a lot of people don't know crater. this, but Hawaii and all them islands, they are the top of all active volcanoes. Yeah, a whole ring. Yeah. Like, like all of it is I talked to somebody at work and they're like... And they are all interconnected. They're like, oh, geez, the tectonic plates are really messing with Hawaii. And I'm like, no, these are actually on top of active volcanoes. How do you yeah. think... Because they're shaped like a mushroom. Yep. Yeah. It, He's it's, like, no, they're not. I'm like, go look at goddamn Google Earth or something. Right, shit. yeah. It's, it's really like hard to look up, man. It's, it's not even like you're looking for weird shit, man. It's the, the basic construction of most of your Pacific Islands are volcanic. A yep. good chunk of all Pacific Islands are the tops of volcanoes. Yep. That is just straight up how it is. Holy God. Uh, it... <laughs> I, I, I like to imagine, not to be mean, but some of those people are probably still ones that think the islands are just, like, floating on top of the water and shit. It's like, oh, I have never met anybody it. like that. Uh, but there are people that they don't understand that islands are attached. No, they just got anchors on the bottom. Come the on, don't ruin my life. They got anchors right. on the bottom. They're anchored. How do they stay there? Are you fucking kidding me? How did you graduate? Jesus. <laughs> That is some pretty third grade fucking knowledge well, there, but hey, it's cool. Well, shit, dude, we wasted half an hour already. We still got even got to the main episode. Oh, Jesus yet. Christ! I got way too many articles. I got more, but there's I stopped reading. There's, there's been a lot of just wonky shit lately. Yeah, it's only gonna get worse because there's also yeah, the asteroids coming at us. The keep oh, yeah, yeah, promoting yeah. the holy shit out of that. Yeah, so maybe he's we right about. Well, it, it might be under that same theory of the, they keep putting it out there because they know it in the next five years that is a reality. But hey, what do we know? So we're gonna actually talk about some stuff from space, but we're gonna talk about UFOs doing hits and runs. Oh yeah, not uh, good times. Yeah, I wonder how insurance would cover that. Yeah. How does insurance cover a UFO hit and run? And a lot of them I don't think they do cover it because there's no proof of accident other than, hey, this thing is broken. There's no scene of anything else. I think you're just kind of screwed. No, you were pissing around and we're not going to pay for it. That's what it (laughs) probably boils down to. (laughs) Yeah, but some of the stuff that's been hit, I like how they were pissing around in it. (laughs) Right, right. You you, you can tell your story first and we'll go back and forth here. We'll let you start off. Now, Jimmy had just bought a giant butt plug, right? Uh, No. (laughs) We're not talking. Wait, your, what is story that, is that your is code this? name for you? What? Oh, this is the wrong notebook. That's, oh, that's damn my it. bad. No more uh, of that cryptid, uh, whatever. Yeah, right, Fan, right. Fantasy fiction. The, the, the fanfic. Gigantic butt plug attack. Uh, no, uh, this, this one is actually, well, God, I want to say not that old. But we're now looking at 12 years back. 
So oh, we had a 2010. Uh, uh, this was on March 21st, 2010, up in uh, Laconia, New Hampshire. It was Emily Moore, who at the time was 18, and her boyfriend, who was only... Because he was 16 at the time, so his name was not announced. Yeah. I think he was just under uh, the term J uh, in the reports. Uh, she ended up going home because they had been up in uh, at Opeji Park. Opeji uh, Park. Opeji Park. It's a big area. They do have like a big uh, fun land, I think it's called. Like a big amusement park up in this area. And they'd been up there basically... It, Hanging out I'm with Gurneys. Making, making out. Uh, but they, they'd been uh, apparently sitting up there and they'd seen something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, they'd uh, they'd been up at Opechee Park, kind of hanging out in the vehicle, and they'd seen kind of a, a, a light or something go across the sky. And they get out of the vehicle and they're looking, and they see this, this dark shape start kind of floating back towards their vehicle. And they're like, uh, yeah, we need to get the hell out of here. I don't know what that is, but we need to get the hell out of here. So apparently they get into, uh, they were in their mom's, uh, Ford Focus. And they get in the car, hit reverse, aren't going anywhere. They, they, they feel something hit the vehicle. The windshield explodes. And, uh, they're, they're like, what the hell is going on? Hammer the gas, not moving. Uh, after a little bit of time here, the thing actually it feels like they get dropped, like they've been picked up and dropped onto the ground. And and they kind of freak out, you know, and then they're able to then to move the car they head back to her house. And then they're looking at this, there, there's no damage or dents to the vehicle, but the window is has been shattered, the airbags were set off, uh, so I mean, there was definitely some kind. No, of was hit. okay. Was it the windshield or the rear window? The front windshield okay. was. Yeah, they said they didn't see anything hit it. It just shattered, and then the airbags blew off. So something triggered it to blow those off, and it's, that's their saying was like, "Yeah, no, this thing." They figured had at least picked up the front end of their vehicle, and then ended up dropping them, shattering the windshield, setting off airbags. Uh, the police had actually gone up there and couldn't find any, that where they said they were at, couldn't find any evidence of an accident because they thought maybe they'd actually been fucking around and didn't want to get in trouble. But they said there's no damage to the vehicle other than the windshield, airbags blown off. Looks like nothing hit it. So it says the front end is fine, so it's not like they ran into something. But they, there's no explanation for why it did that. Uh, now... Some of their story did change from the initial night to a little bit later to where they actually were. Uh, they, they they said, I think, in the second report that they were actually more over towards the, the amusement park area. And the people at the amusement park were like, yeah, we didn't have anything weird happen. It's like, well, if you weren't out there seeing it, you probably wouldn't see it. I got I know what it does. Don't oh? Sure. I know what it does. Uh-oh. But yeah, no, they, uh, they'd been interviewed a few times, uh, actually, like, MUFON actually talked to them, and it was kind of, the, the area up there, it was kind of split down the middle, a lot of people said they were just making up bullshit, uh, but there were other people that reported around that same time lights they saw in the sky, but a lot of them just went, no, they're just hoaxing it, kind of like we had here in town a few years ago with people that said that 
something took their dog and all Oh, they mean the shit. one that landed in the guy's backyard? Yeah, yeah. That was only like 24 inches around? Right. And it's like, yeah, no. That they, wasn't they, helped. They, they think, oh, technically they saw something. But yeah, no, a lot of them people thought, the they're like, yeah, no, this is, they're just hoaxing. They claim they didn't. Uh, car fit, got fixed. They didn't actually go into the insurance on that, but I'm assuming insurance said, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, on that. But yeah, it's, according to their story, this thing came along, started picking up the vehicle, dropped it, and then, then left. <laughs> I was I, like, oh. Yeah, I know exactly what happened. Uh-oh. They were right next to a carnival. You have carnies. Right, right. All they did, they were busy making out, sucking face or whatever they were right. sucking. Then the carny was lifting up the front of the Ford Focus to get to the catalytic converter. Oh. And he's like, pulled it out, took off his jack, and the catalytic converter. <laughs> Mine. Yep. That's it. That's what see happened. Ya, see ya, suckers. The damn dirty carnies. <laughs> damn dirty carnies. But yeah, no, that was 2010 New Hampshire, so I was like, oh, I had not seen that one before. No, I haven't even heard it until you brought it up. Yeah. Kind of a weird one. Well, I'm going to switch over to Minnesota. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. This takes place in Warren, Minnesota. After midnight on August 27, 1979, on an empty two-lane blacktop in northwest Minnesota, Deputy Sheriff Val Johnson saw an unusual bright light. Driving at 60 miles an hour to reach it, the light suddenly zoomed ahead on and came head on at Johnson's patrol car, as he later described it, what was there? All, what there was there? All of a sudden, was here. He was blinded, heard the sound of breaking glass, and passed out. Oh, the words okay. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Passed out. When Johnson woke up forty minutes later, the car had stopped. Was stopped sideways, halfway off the road, having somehow driven itself almost a thousand feet. Inapplicably, the car's electric clock and Johnson's hand-wound wristwatch were always kept synced and on time, were both 14 minutes slow. Johnson was later found was later found to have had burned retinas from exposure to extremely bright light. He also has no idea how the car had stopped, although it left 100-foot skid marks. A metal expert from Honeywell Labs examined the car, car's two weirdly bent antennas and came away puzzled. The bending, he said, seemed to have been caused by high-velocity blast of air. A perplexing expert from Motor Company wrote, the car's multiple windshield cracks were caused by unknown inward and outward forces acting almost simultaneously. All the damage to the car from front to back was within a straight line only one foot wide. County officials wanted to fix the car and put it back on patrol, but instead it was left untouched and displayed at the Marshall County Fair. The car proved to be so popular that Sheriff Dennis Brecky donated to Settler Square Historical Museum in Warren. It's been there ever since. How would... Yeah, okay. Let's keep going here. The copper-colored 1977 Ford LTD is an odd counterpart to the typical county museum's relics around it. An old buggy, plow, washing machine, etc. But according to Kent Broughton, president of the Exorcist, it's definitely the number one attraction at the museum. Kent, who remembers the incident... Ken, who remembers the incident when it happened, said the car's popularity has never sagged. People come from all over. He said some people lay on the floor and look underneath it. One time I saw a guy with a black flashlight going over the car. Ken said, yeah, you know. Ken said over the years he's heard enough stories from locals to convince him that what happened to Johnson wasn't a hoax. But the idea that a car could harbor any undiscovered secrets at this point seems unlikely. Although the car, although the car isn't roped off, the museum prefers that visitors look but don't touch. There's some people to this day who wonder why they don't fix it, Kent said to the car. 
<coughs> excuse me. Other people, when they come, all they want to see is the car. One person who apparently would rather not see it is its former deputy sheriff, Johnson. Kent said that Johnson was has never visited the car, no longer lives in there, and prefers to keep a low profile. Sometimes he'll talk about what happens at Kent, but for the most part, he won't. What year LTD was that? 77. Oh, hell yeah. That was my first car. <coughs> it was a 77 LTD. That one is Big like... Big old monster. We actually, we actually, I think we drove really close to this place. We did. And we should have stopped, but we were too busy. Uh, yeah, I didn't. We were too busy talking to. We went to that Bigfoot conference. Yeah, two years yeah, ago. It was, yeah. It's uh, farther up north, like that. Yeah, I was thinking of that too. It's like we didn't even think about. Hey, what else is around over here? Yeah, we were more Check worried about out. the Dorothy of Oz thing. <laughs> right, right. No, but how it's like one foot wide. There's like, a, a yeah, in and out windshield at the same time. It's like something if you have like a big bass speaker does the same yes. thing. That, that's what. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. That's what that kind of seems like to me is if there's some kind of uh, sonic force yeah. hitting that windshield. But it's only uh, a foot wide. Yeah. That's a really trippy thing. Now, I, I know uh, for a long time a lot of people thought this was hoax. He was doing it to get attention. Uh, but some of the stuff, like, like uh, the burned retina, things like that, you, you don't really fake that. You can't you, fix that. I mean, well, you can if you you're like can, a part of a welder. If, yeah, if you're if you're willing to be like, I may permanently go blind to pull off this fucking prank, uh, and that, that's what a lot of them at, at the time, even up through I would say uh, '80s, a lot of the stories on that was like, oh, this fucking jackass. I mean, it, it did make big news. It was actually on like Good Morning America back in '79. Uh, it, it became like a national story. Oh yeah, it was. And yeah, this guy just kind of was like. Tired of dealing with this. Uh, I wonder. I believe he quit. He quit police force. Yep, and he moved moved away and just like working somewhere, like just super low key. See, yeah, I always, always since I've known about this case, I've always had that fourteen minutes just always throwing me off. Yeah, does he actually? Did something actually happen to him in that fourteen minutes? Because that's a lost time thing, right? I'm just saying that maybe that's what he remembers and he doesn't want to talk about it because yeah. he's already been caught enough shit for it. He doesn't want to seem crazier than once say, hey, yeah, I was actually a doctor. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, because that it, it was a, a lot of it was, especially at that time. You had to consider it's the late 70s. Uh, there there was kind of a, a an uptick of paranormal interest. Well, UFOs especially because that's when he had all the cattle mutilations. That was like oh, yeah. at the peak time of it. I mean, it, it's... Coinciding at the same time as like Close Encounters is becoming this huge film, uh, but at the same time, the general public opinion of somebody coming out and going, "Yeah, my cop car got hit by a UFO," they treat you like a fucking joke. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it, there's still some of that now, for Christ's sake. It's not, I don't think, quite as prevalent as it was at that time. Because there's a lot more people I think that are willing to be like, yeah, no, I I believe that weird shit happens. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like he, he kind of became a laughing stock about it. So everybody, I mean, who wants to hire you because you're the crazy UFO cop? You yeah, know? it's like. But he's actually I've seen in an interview. He's actually done one interview, I think. Yeah, and it was for like Unsolved Mysteries, the originals. Yep, yep they actually yep. talked to him then, and he seemed genuine. And I'm like, I'm like this guy. It actually a UFO or something. Did hit his car. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> Maybe the shockwave from it going through the air so fast. Right. Yeah. To, to me, there, there's no denying something happened. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, like like you just said there. Maybe it wasn't physically hitting. 
but there's enough force because we we still don't know any of these flying objects exactly how they're controlled because uh, we have our guesses. Yeah, uh, we have what you know Lazar had said, like Element One Fifty One. or something. Yeah, I mean, and and there again, you got to take that with do you believe Bob Lazar's story or do you think he's full of shit? Um, but yeah, we we realistically don't know what is controlling it. I, I do believe it is kind of like the uh, the uh, Nazi uh, bell, mm-hmm. where it is more of an anti grav thing, which does is going to create a force field of some kind around it to, to create that anti gravity, and maybe it's going that fast, a little too close to that vehicle, whoop, it, it's just enough to to fuck up the car that he has. Too, yeah, the that... fourteen minutes though is the one that I, I have always been like. That's what happened. Fourteen minutes. I mean, you don't you don't think it's that long, but sometimes fourteen oh, minutes yeah. can seem like an hour. Hey, I know how this work week went, uh, but yeah, no, like like that fourteen minutes. It's one thing if he doesn't remember fourteen minutes. It's another when you pass out, wake up, and your clocks are all fourteen minutes off too. Yeah, that, that's where you start getting into your your like we said the missing time stuff. Uh, there again, it, it, once you're in these vehicles or whatever they are, it does time and space function differently in yeah. that time. I mean, it's and because that's, of that's, part that's of that propulsion. A, that's concurrent to theory right now. Yeah. A very current theory is that once you get onto the spaceship, time and space, time as we know it stops. Yeah. Because technically, time is something we created. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's a human construct. Yeah. Time is a human construct because we don't even know if time is actual going to be outside our universe. Right. But we're going to carry that with us, so time will still be with us when yeah. we think of it as when we leave our universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, there again, that, that goes into whole uh, uh, theoretical end of yeah. stuff of like, okay, it doesn't exist out here, but since we now exist here, does it is now exist because we have willed it to exist. Because there's us. also that theory, too, that is our math the same once we leave our universe? Because right, right. is math going to be the same? Yeah, yeah. And there, but they're always saying it's... math is a universal language, but... Is only the universal language, but is it the universal language once we leave our yes. universe? Uh, yeah, there again, like things like that. It, it's it's such an unknown that we don't understand. We're Even best physics, guessing. you know, could be completely different. What we know as as scientific fact and and physics it may not work over here. Yeah. I mean, it's, things are different. I mean, take take for example, like like in in pop culture, you you have our our normal time. And then you have, say, like Ant-Man's quantum realm, yep. the, the FF's quantum realm. Things run very differently because it does not follow the same rules we are because you are now on a subatomic level. So our normal physics do not operate the same there. And it's that same kind of theory yep. that outside of here, and if these are from another realm of something like that, what's to say they have that field around them that retains their original universes of physics. It works on the time. same principle, like, oh, we take it with us when we leave. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, this just stops. Like I said, not remembering 14 minutes and having every timepiece that was with you be straight up off 14 minutes are yeah. two very different things. Yes. And, yeah, I mean, it's very different things. Oh, yeah. But I wish, I wish I could have an interview with him. Just, even if it was like a 10-minute interview, I just, right. I'm like, I believe the guy, I believe Sheriff, Deputy Sheriff Johnson yep. actually got hit by something that's unexplained. Yep. So I just wonder if there's some stuff that 
you know when you dig in the internet, you always you find ten stories of the same thing. It's always verbatim, always the same story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear it from him and see if there's anything that doesn't match up what we're told. Like that one little two extra words could be right. A whole lot. Oh more. yeah, absolutely. I, I and I I do kind of wonder, like you said, if there isn't other stuff at this point he does remember. And it's just like, yeah, I'm not... Well, I think he remembered the whole thing, but yeah. he just didn't want to say it because he's like, fuck, I got hit by something, now i got to tell yeah, him this. I'm not going to get into this right now. I'm already crazy. Yeah. You know. No, but that 14 minutes, it's like, there's something that happened to him, and I just think it's gonna, it needs to come out. Right. I, it probably never will. No. I mean, it's... Like I said, you but if you guys know this, Val Johnson, anybody out there in our listeners, or Val Johnson, if you're actually listening to our podcast... We would love to do an interview with you, and we would never have to put it out just so me and Marty would have, we have questions. Right, right. We would never put it out without your permission. But if you, anybody yeah. knows Val Johnson, have him get in contact with us at EOTHpodcast at gmail.com. Right. We would love to talk to him, even if the article, even if the episode never aired. Uh, yeah, just, just for our own, uh, I don't want to say peace of mind, but just our own knowledge. Interest, yeah. So what other ones you got? Like, hey, man. We got a story about a cop that get ran over by a UFO. What you, okay, I got a question for you. Now, would that be considered? Ha- did he get hazardous hazardous pay? No, I'm, I, I I think they just kind of. I don't know. I'm just curious. To the side, you know, I'm not making fun of him. I'm just curious. Now. Would you get hazard pay for that? He probably should. Yeah. Because uh, he did spend hospital time and yeah. everything else. So it's like, yeah. I, I, because I know, uh, I don't know National UF was uh, one of the one of the, not UFON different one. Oh, yeah, yeah, came in and talked to him and that. Yeah. And basically, they got the same thing we've just been talking about for the last twenty minutes. Right, uh, but yeah, it's, I would imagine you should. I'm putting this out in the zeitgeist. Val Johnson, if you're related to him or you know his story or you know him, please have him contact us. Oh yeah, that'd no, be no, awesome. Hold of us, that would be. That All right, be let's, awesome. let's let's get on to the next story. That would be awesome. It would be. Uh, the next one is actually down in Australia, and it's actually a pretty well-known case. Uh, uh, Frederick Valentich, 1978. Uh, younger guy, uh, had a few hundred hours of flying under his belt. He loved flying. The dude loved flying. Now, he was heading out on his uh, Cessna. Uh, he had a 182, so it's a prop plane. Uh, but he had been heading out... Uh, some people were saying he was going up there to meet friends, and they were going to go out of his crabbing or what they were doing. Uh, other people said. Now I got to clarify because I I got I have had somebody actually tell me this about crabbing. Basically, he was when they say crabbing or crawfish, they're talking about lobsters, folks. Yes. Okay. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm like crabbing, I'm like, Ugh. I like crabs, but lobsters are better. a lot of work to eat. It is a lot of work to eat, but yeah, no, he had he had headed out. Uh, uh, taken off, poop, 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 and was, was heading out normal flight. Uh, the weather was actually clear that night. Uh, it wasn't dark, like full night when he was leaving, uh, but he he was flying out. Started braiding in, and they actually have these uh, his his conversation between the tower, where he says, "Hey, there's there there's is there another flight?" At this height, coming on this area, I see a a ship ahead of me somewhere. And they're like, no, there's nothing else cleared. It should just be you. 
And and it goes back and forth for quite a while with him talking with him. He's like, this this thing is basically rotating around me at this point. I don't know what this is. And and they're like, man, there shouldn't be anything. Just wherever you're heading, and and it'll be like 17 seconds of just dead air. Like he's still sending out message, but he's not saying anything. And he's like, oh, this thing is right on top of me. This is above me. This is not a plane. And his radio doesn't cut out immediately, but there's like a metallic sound that that occurs at this point on, on the transcripts, and then his radio cuts out, and they hear nothing more from him. Uh, they send out flights. Uh, they send out ships trying to find him. No wreckage, no nothing is ever found of his plane. Uh, he actually had friends who said, if he had an emergency, we know him. We know the areas that he oh, he had emergency plans of like, hey, if I run into emergencies here, this is where I'm going to head over to, to safely, you know, crash down, and this is where I'm going to be. And they friends went independently to these different areas. Nothing is ever found. Um, his his dad was he's like he's he's a pretty uh, level headed guy. Now his downfall is he did have an interest in UFOs, which the media then turned into he's a crazy UFO guy, mm-hmm. and that's why he he said this. And there are some that believe he just crashed. Some believe he he hoaxed everything and left. But it's like if you're hoaxing it to to gain something, you have to be there to gain something. Um, one of the prevalent theories of what he was seeing was reflections of different lighthouses over there. And it's like, oh, well, what he saw circling around him could have been one of his green wing lights reflected in his windshield. And I was like, okay, but the guy's got like 200-some hours of flight, plus the training. It seems like you're going to know that that's not that. Uh, The most preposterous one I I heard was that uh, he had somehow, yeah, uh, gotten switched around, and it's pretty easy to, to lose track of your bearings. And he had somehow, when he was being hovered around, he was actually spinning and was flying upside down. So as he thought he was, uh, uh, you know, heading away from this, he was actually slow spiraling into the ground. Oddly enough, this is the same excuse they give for JFK Jr.'s plane crash, is that that's what he did. I was like, huh. Upside uh-huh. down. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Anybody here, go stand on your head for 30 seconds. You will know if you're upside exactly. down. Exactly. And then that's where a lot of people are like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Anything that's not tied down, if you're upside down, even in a plane at night and you lose sight of the horizon gravity still fucking works man anything that's not tied down is now going up past you and you go uh oh I might be upside down (laughs) no Um, you wouldn't that's just normal. Right, right. In no, Australia, he's, he's spinning. It, it oh, is, that's right. He's in Australia. Australia so he's up would, backwards anyway, it, right? it goes backwards. But yeah, no, it, it, that's their most plausible excuse for what actually happened. Plausible or most yeah. preposterous? Yeah, exactly. That, that's my thought. Um, yeah, no, that, that one just... Well, even people there, like, it wasn't dark enough that he would have lost sight of the horizon. Uh, it, it wasn't like he was flying at one in the morning. It was getting towards dusk, but you can still see where the sun... They said, well, now it's reflections off the water. It, it 
reflects up so it looks like everything's upside down and, and, and uh, inverted. And it's like, no, that it's, I mean, yeah, the, there are optical illusions of that, but you're flying. Even if your, your, your instruments go out, there's still gravity telling you that, hey, my tie just went up into my face. That shouldn't be happening. You do have internal gyros yeah. in, 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 in the human being. Plus a lot, a lot. And those can get thrown off, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Because also, too, I'm not a pilot, but if you're flying no. upside down, your yoke doesn't work the same way. No. Everything be, Everything would be inverted. opposite. It's like, oh, I'm upside down, I'm going to go to the right, yep. and I'm trying to go to the left, and we actually go to the right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, everything does become inverted at that point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know there are a lot of them saying that, yeah, he just lost control and, and just didn't, wasn't paying attention. He got sidetracked by, by these lights he was seeing and, and just flew upside happened. down. And it's like, I, it, I was there. No, what I've, is he I've seeing? Seen, I've seen the documentary on him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen the documentary on him. It's interesting as shit. Yeah. If you look uh, at the Close Encounters of the Third Kind, he was on that. Uh, that oh, picture. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he actually was. showed he was, if you yeah. watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind, they actually have him coming yep. back. It's that, That's, as an adult, one of the wildest parts of Close Encounters is the survivors that are coming back. Like, as a kid, I was like, oh, it's just old pilots that are showing up. I don't get it. But yeah, it, it's, you know... Uh, the the Florida flight, the Avengers, flight nineteen, nineteen, they show up, and there's all these different aeronautical mysteries that, and that's who's all showing up here. That Steven Spielberg is like I've always said is in the know. He oh yeah, knows. Man. Yeah, yeah, Chewbacca. <laughs> Just it, it's, uh, but yeah, no, it, it's. I, I believe he he did have something because I mean, here's the thing: we have a lot of reports. <coughs> excuse me. From a lot of different pilots all over, of ships buzzing their airplanes. I mean, it's there. There's the famous uh, Japan flight that was coming over Alaska. Yeah, that has seen these ships and they Big kept as an aircraft following them yeah. and, and really getting way closer than these pilots wanted this giant craft to be getting to them. And what if you know a combination of maybe both parties in this case panicking? Uh, you know, the ship's coming down on top of him, say, and he panics, and whoop, and yep. right up into the hit, uh, gone. Yep. Uh, you know, I it's, or even if they have, are attached to the top of the plane and went, yeah, we're going for a trip. But yeah, no, I mean, there's no wreckage. He's never turned up all these years later. I mean, this was 79 uh, when this happened. Like I said, it, to me, the, the, the worst part of this is they took his his casual interest in, in UFOs and weird stuff and basically turned that into his entire personality. And yep. they're like, he's a fucking kook. That's what he did. He's fucking hoaxing this thing. But the Bass Strait, that's where he's sliding over, has a lot of weird shit happening. Yeah. I did my solo episode when you were, were sick. Oh, or whatever. Yeah. It was just a short 20-minute one, but a lot of shit happens on that Bass Strait. Yeah. A lot of shit. And, and, and not just in the air. No, like there's there's a lot of uh, oceanography, uh, a lot of whale strains that don't get Yeah, <laughs> yeah, incidents. That that's something that we need to dig into sometime too. Is the the massive amount of uh, whale shit going on lately? Yeah, uh, like, I just <clears throat> glazed don't know over. if there's any answers to it, but Megalodon. Right, man, see, I'm not uh, totally well, like I said that during that episode. It's the mole people, the hollow earthlings, are coming up through is. Australia, just like a giant game of risk. They're hitting Australia, hitting Canada, 
getting all the things pincher they can't move. get down pincher there. Move, pincher move. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure they have a hard time getting the syrup down there in yeah. Middle Earth, so they got to hit Canada. But we're gonna go to Kentucky, our favorite state, our last yes. <laughs> Kentucky comes back in. Man, man, sorry, man. We're not we talking about week. people eating weird meat that falls from the sky this time. Right, right. We're going to Paintsville, Kentucky. Paintsville, Kentucky, at exactly two forty-seven a.m. on January fourteenth, two thousand and two, while working a coal train en route to Russell, Kentucky, from Shelbania, Kentucky. Our trailing unit, first two cars, are severely damaged as we struck an unknown floating or hovering object. I known, I know it was at 2.47 because my watch froze and to this day shows the time. Oh, shit. Along with his watch, the entire electrical system on both locomotives went haywire, approaching a bend near mile post 42 in an area referred to as the Wild, as the wild Kingdom, where that many different types of animals spotted there. My conductor and I saw lights coming from around the way. This ordinarily means another train is coming and we will pass on the other track. The outlay of the area is this. The river, um, number one track, and number two track, and a straight up mountainside carved out of, carved out of lane on, on these of these tracks. I killed our lights as not to blind the oncoming crew. As we rounded the corner, our onboard computer began to flash in and out. Speed, record, speed recorder went nuts and both locomotives died. Alarm bells began to ring, and that's when we saw the object. Apparently, scanning the river for something. At least three objects had several searchlights trained there. The first object hovered about 10 to 12 feet above the track. It was metallic silver in color with multiple colored lights near the bottom and in the middle. There were no windows or openings of any kind that we could see. It was 18 to 20 feet in length and probably 10 feet high. With both engines dead, we as we rounded the corner, we made little noise, and first the object did not respond. In, and the first object did not respond in time. I estimate that we hit the object at 30 miles an hour with 16,000 trailing tons behind us. Jesus! It clipped the top of our lead unit, then skipped back, slicing a chunk out of our trailing unit and the first two coal cars. The other objects vanished. Our emergency brakes had initiated due to the loss of power, and we stopped approximately a mile and a half or two miles after impact. Our power restored after we were stopped, and we notified our dispatcher located in Jacksonville, Florida, of what had happened. We were told to inspect the car to see if they hold the rail and tried to limp it to milepost marker 60, which used to be in Paintsville Yard, which no longer is in full operation. We checked everything out, and the cab... The cab of the rear locomotive was demolished and smoking. The second two cars looked as like they had been hit by a giant hammer, but like they had been, what the fuck? But looked like they had held the rail. We pulled into Paintsville Yard approximately at 5:15 a.m. The huge overhead lights lining the yard were noticeably darker, and the only lights came from where we assumed were railroad official vehicles parked near the end of the track. We pulled to a stop and began unloading our grips off the wounded train. We could hear what sounded like an army of workers immediately tending to our train. Vehicles doors slammed, guys running by in weird outfits and lights glaring from all directions. The one thing missing was railroad officials. Oh, shit. A guy named Ferguson shook his hand and asked me to follow him into the old yard office. We did. Once inside, they, and by they I mean I have no idea who these people were, began to ask us hundreds of questions. Then told us for our own protection we... We'd be medically tested before we could leave. Mm. I asked repeatedly to talk to my railroad foreman or train master, and not only were these requests denied, but they confiscated my conductor's cellular phone. Oh, shit. Hours later, we were led outside the old office 
and strange things continued to happen. The two locomotives and two cars were removed from the rest of the train we had brought in, and my only guess was parked four-tracked over under a huge tent-like structure buzzing with activity. We were let off the property and told due to national security, our silence on this matter would be appreciated. We were then put in a railroad vehicle and taken to Martin, Kentucky, where we went through questioning again with railroad officials and were then drug tested. After all this, we were sent to Shelbania, where we took rest for eight hours and worked another train back to Russell. Working back, we passed by paint bill. No sign of the engines, car, tent, people, nothing was left. This was reported from the N-U-F-O-R-C-K and confirmed by original witness. Wow. <clears throat> oh, man. This is like one of the favorite things I've ever seen. It's like this is where a train actually hits a UFO. Yeah. Then the government's like instantly there. Right. I, which I, to, to me begs the, the question of how much do we not know? I think working with these things because it was three of them. I'm pretty sure Fort Campbell's in Kentucky, and that's your airborne thing. I bet they were probably watching this thing the whole time. Oh yeah, because if they're like, if it's not ours, and for sure the people at Fort Campbell were watching this. Oh thing the whole yeah, time. no, they had to be aware that that shit had put into our airspace. Yeah, I mean, and, and you're in Kentucky, which is not exactly right on a coast where somebody's going to accidentally. Yeah. You are in... Or maybe they were looking to pick up pieces of the mystery meat that were still scattered. That, that could be. Yeah, they're, they're, they finally showed up to, to pick up uh, their friends that had blown up 40 <laughs> years earlier. No, but that is like one of the most... Because trains don't stop on a dime. You said it took two miles. Oh, yeah, no, it's... it's. But I want to know... What, if, I, bet you, I bet you the government probably took the two locomotives and everything that was hit. That's probably oh, yeah. gone. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm sure by the time they'd stopped, they were already coming up to the fucking shit they left wrecked behind them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it was gone already, being loaded up onto another fucking train car heading the other way. Yeah, you know, it's probably some place like where they kept the Raiders of the Indiana Jones. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The giant warehouse of bullshit. That's actually supposed to be in South Dakota. Before. You know that, right? Oh, really? Yeah. The warehouse. Yeah. Did you ever see that TV show? It's oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's out of the Badlands in South yep. Dakota? Yep. Oh, I almost forgot about that show. That was a really fun show. It was a really fun show. Wow. But what do you... What, that's what do you, fucking... That's why, also, I'm putting this out in the zeitgeist of this podcast. I want railroad talk, walk workers. I oh. want to interview them. I don't... I just want to talk to them because you guys out in the middle of the country, no lights. Right. There has to be so many things they've seen. But it's like with anything, like with a job like that, it's a union job. Yep. You don't say stuff like that. Like Val Johnson. He said something, that was it, he's done. Oh, yeah. But yeah. railroad workers, if any of you guys know anybody that, that want to talk to us, they can remain anonymous. Right. And we will not even, we'll use, we'll make up a fictional town where they're traveling to yeah, and yeah. from. Oh, yeah, no. We won't even use it in the rail line. I'll make a whole new continent for you, man. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, just, just it, I, I think we've talked, and we've maybe mentioned on air, too, before, but just the amount of shit you've probably come across. I mean, just do do not just lights in the sky, but just other weird shit. Because when you look at really like a lot of the the uh, train lines, especially when you're hitting cross country. Uh, well, if you just go over by South Shore between Watertown and South Shore, they go way the hell out oh, of yeah. the country, and it's like you don't even know they're there if you follow. Yep. I grew up by railroad tracks on the country, and if you go, you can follow them. It goes to the next town, but it's not a straight line. It no, curves around. It goes to the least path of resistance. Yep, and and and. Yeah, they all tend to hub through bigger towns, but the majority of their track is pretty well desolate. 
Yeah. I mean, even going through Illinois, once you get outside of, like, the, the Chicago area, it's, they're finding blank country to run those trains. And then there's really not anything other than a few farms maybe around there. You know, and, and yeah, who knows what kind of, quote, wildlife they might be saying. <laughs> it's just like, oh, what the fuck was that? Probably I not. I mean, no either. different than, than, like, the stories of, uh, <coughs> like, the girl, little girl, I think, in England who was, saw the, the giant running next to their fucking The train. troll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah the, 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 the troll. troll, yeah. Man, it's like, how many of those kind of things have they seen out there and just been like, well, that was fucking weird. Not talking about that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, they said, not just lights in the sky. Because, I mean, it's, the number of those has to be phenomenal. And even there, a lot of times it's probably, you know, like a military jet of some kind. But still, it's it's oddball shit. It would be cool to get some of those stories. Oh, yeah. You know, because I mean, there has to be. Like we said, yeah, I think we've... we've we put it down that road with truckers, yeah. yep. of like, hey man, send us stories. Uh, but yeah, no, the railroad workers, you're often even more desolate areas at some extent because uh, there's really not a chance of traffic coming by because you are the only train. Yeah. That, that is the only thing coming down this track is you. Uh, yeah, that's just a fucking wild story though, man. It is. <laughs> and really, to to even. That short span, less than 24-hour span, to remove all that shit. And just be like, nope, everything's gone. Yep, that's Nothing what ever happened here. And that, that's one of those things, even just walking around somewhere. Like, even if you're out in the woods or whatever. The idea of, like, an hour ago, something could have really been fucking strange in here. You'll never know. And there, there's no there's no proof left behind that something strange had happened here. Yeah. You could be walking right by the site of... What could possibly be the greatest, either cryptid, alien, what have you find? And you'd never know if somebody had already been there to clean that up. And it doesn't take long. Because, like I said, with just how fast a lot of times you have these stories that they are reacting. You know they're already tracking. They're either tracking or it's something that they are working with themselves. No. And that's why they know it's there. It's not like... There's alarms that magically pop up somewhere as soon as a train hits a fucking flying craft. Be like, oh, get there. I mean, these guys were pretty much here at the station. Look at 20 miles that they limped it, basically, from 42 to Well, they okay, but also 60. with that, like, maybe it wasn't something they worked with because they're probably, Kentucky, they're probably monitoring... Oh, yeah. Monitoring radio calls, like, yeah, we just hit something. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Coming from a train. And it just, yeah, it's pretty fast to be there to not already have shit in place to warn you about it. Yeah. You know, it's just, I'm sorry, word of mouth doesn't travel that fast down a train track that, that you know, military is going to find out nope. minutes of, of hitting this thing. Like I said, yeah, they were probably, I mean, yeah, basically they were already there waiting. Like I said, they limped the train basically from mile marker 42 to mile marker 60. Yep. So... Roughly 20 miles. And in that time, they'd already had all this shit ready to go. You know, it's... see now the X-Files, man. It, right. It it, 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 it it boggles the imagination that there would be like, oh, God, we, we've got a crack team that's ready to go out. No, they knew something was had gone wrong. You know oh, what I mean? Uh, it's just one of the fucking coolest cases. It really got it. Because it's just unreal. I don't know. I think you got a pretty cool case unreal. coming up here. I it's do like not. snakes on a plane. This is 
Second there's motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Uh, yeah, no, this actually was uh, 2017 when this one actually occurred. And I think we both actually have gone down on this one. Yep. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder basketball team were flying into Chicago where the entire plane just got fucking rocked. I mean, it, it shook this plane, and they're like, oh, God, what's going on? What is What happened? Well, apparently, uh, the, the, the whole front of the plane had been caved in. Um, and they land, and the guys were able to see it, because a lot of them actually were posting shit on, on Twitter and, and Facebook and stuff, and they're like, uh, we just had shit happen, we're flying into town here, man. But yeah, quite a shake uh, going on here. <laughs> But yeah, and there, there are pictures all over online of the front end of this uh, large plane. Yeah, the official, if you look it up, you can look up Oklahoma City Thunder plane hit by a UFO. Yeah, it uh, it honestly, it, it looks like a, a cracked hard-boiled egg. Yeah. It's honestly what it looks like. Yep, the, nose, yeah, the whole front nose end of the plane, thing, yeah. The nose is, is caved in because they hit something. Um, The official excuse is that they hit... A bird <laughs> in midair. A now, a pterodactyl, right? Uh, a bird or even a flock of birds, I guess, could cause this damage. I'm not going to say it wouldn't. See, but I'm going to I'm going to interject on this part. Right. There's two conflicting parts of the story. The pilots. There's two stories going around. Yes. The pilots say they hit something at thirty thousand feet. Yeah. And the tower turns around. And like a couple statements later saying, no, they hit it on descent. Yes. I am going to go with what the pilot said, hitting something at 30,000 feet. Yeah. Now, they're over North America. Yes. We have no indigenous birds that fly that high. Nope. There's only two species of birds that actually do fly that high. That we know of. That we know of, commonly, and they're over the African and South American continents. Yes. North America has no indigenous species that are known to fly at 30,000 feet, which is roughly, what, nine miles? Yeah, it's, it's pretty damn close to nine miles. I mean, you're way up. Because the pilot said, yeah, we hit something at 30,000 feet, but the pilot, this tower sound, the public, no, it was on descent to make it sound yeah. like it was a bird. I think they had something that wasn't a bird. Well, and, and there are other planes that have hit birds. Yeah, the damage... And it doesn't really noticeably rock the plane like apparently this did. Like yeah. all the players immediately were putting out stuff. It's like, holy crap. You know, we, all of our shit got shook up. We got shaken. A bird isn't probably going to do that. Uh, unless it's hitting an engine and yeah. knocking the engine out. Which does happen. But there again, it, it's a giant open jet engine and that it will suck a bird in. But there again, at 30,000 feet what is flying up at 30,000 feet over Chicago that that they would have bumped into uh, flying around? Uh, yeah, and, and, yeah, I know when they hit it, it wasn't exactly above Chicago, but that's the direction they're hitting. They were in Illinois yeah. when it hit. Cause it was towards the end of the flight when it hit, uh, which is why they were easily to go like, oh, no, they were descending when it hit, because they were right out of Chicago. Yeah, because also, too, if they hit something... If it was a UFO, not a lot of UFOs. There is reports of UFOs during the day that are not lit up. And if they even if it's at oh, night, yeah. maybe it's something that just had its lights off, which I never yeah. understand why UFOs are... I've explained my theory about everything, why I think UFOs are lit up. Maybe this one just had its light off and it was going stealth mode. It was just like one of the little tic-tac things. Ooh, right, right. 
Now, this isn't actually the only case with a plane that looks like this. There was actually one over Turkey that had happened years before. Same kind of story. They were way up high. And same kind of damage on this. Plane got rocked and they went, oh no, you just hit bird. You hit a bird. Yeah, that was a bird way up here. I like I don't that uh, if you look at this picture, you can see like it's like I could probably I'm guessing it's about five foot diameter. Oh yeah, yeah. Easily five foot diameter dent yeah, in the probably, plane. Yeah, probably bigger than that actually. But uh I'm just saying a a robin it's, or a it's, goose is not gonna make that. Right. That's gonna do damage, don't get me wrong. But it's not gonna make because usually when you have an impact from something it's the size or very close yeah. to the size of what hits it. Because if a yep. goose, let's say, weighs 15 pounds, it's going to have the circumference of, let's say, a basketball. Yep. The dent is going to be a little bit bigger than that. Correct. Even, even if you're dealing with, like, cars that have crumple zones, yeah, they crumple, but that initial hit, you can still see the size of what got hit. Yeah. Um, this thing is pretty goddamn big. Either that or there's a big fault in the radome section of that plane. Yeah. That would cause it to uh, concave like that <coughs> to something the size of a bird. Uh, I, I think, honestly, more terrifying is the idea of what if it wasn't a ship? What if it was something living that's that big flying that fucking high? Well, it's over Chicago. There's been a lot of reports of Mothman activity. Oh, yeah. Maybe they smoked a Mothman. I was say, they, they, they've had reports in Chicago. Too bad this couldn't have happened during the daytime because this accident actually happened at night. Yeah. So if it was a Mothman, that that be, that be oh, right. It's like, but, dude, sir, you want to? And and bigger cities, New York, I know has had some. Chicago's had some stories of bird-like things that are way bigger than birds that get sighted and then disappear. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking pterodactyl. What what's to say it's not a a like one of those little time slip portals or something? Yeah. Whoop, bam. That would, yeah. But yeah, oh, figure. No. I want. Oh, how do you think? I, well, I would fuck. If I was a pilot, I would have had a damn heart attack. Oh god, yeah. It's like, dude, dude, autopilot. Hey, you got it, my coffee. <laughs> and, and yeah, they they equated it to to like super heavy uh, turbulence is what it felt like. So the whole plane just fucking shook when 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 it hit this. And it's like, um, um, I wonder if it's because looking at the picture, there is one picture of it that I could find. I think this is the right picture. Yeah. It didn't hit dead center on the nose of the plane. It hit no. off, if you're looking, if you're sitting in the pilot seat, it hit off to the right side. I wonder if it, like, scraped the other side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just don't know. Yeah, I, I just think it's weird, yeah, that, that like, a day later, when, when this thing really kind of fucking kind of... And if you want to look it up, well, the flight number is Delta Flight 8935. I don't know what type of plane it was. I didn't go that far into the depth with it yeah I, I did read it but i don't remember off the top of my head because i didn't write down exactly what it was oh they okay delta flight 8935 operating from minneapolis to chicago so they yep. flew from minnesota to chicago uh midway has a charter flight from oklahoma city thunder likely encountered a bird while on descent in chicago aircraft boeing 757-200 landed safely without incident customers have since deplaned and maintenance teams are evaluating safety is Delta's top priority. I guess there's some really big birds at 30K. Now, see, I've, I've actually made that flight, the Minneapolis to Chicago, and there's a really relatively small window of when you are at 30,000 because no. it is really just a pretty quick jump. Yeah. Uh, but, Jesus, man, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, like I said, the idea of living things flying up there scares me way more than... Uh, some something's ship. 
There's a podcast um, I listen to quite a bit called um, Cryptids in the Corn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen to them, and I can't remember which one of the people, like, one of the guys on there believes that there's actually living creatures in our atmosphere. Oh, yeah. And the science he puts out on it, because he's a biologist and all that, makes a lot, a lot right. of sense. Yeah, and I, I'm totally on board with that idea. There, there's been enough I, shit. I'm not on board with it. Not that I don't believe it. It's just creeped me the fuck out, because I could oh, be yeah, out, I could be out nude shit. sunbathing in my backyard and something take me out. No, I think it's going to happen. Oh, yeah, no, it's creepy as shit. Like I said, there's been enough pictures of just things that shouldn't be floating around in Like the, the flying mantis ray-type creatures. Yeah, the, the rays, the big jellyfish-type stuff. It is not out of the realm of my thinking that they could be something. I'm just saying real. it's not out of mind either, but it just creeps me the fuck out. Oh, it's out. creepy. Well, like I, like I said, that was, that was part of what the film Nope creeped me out the most about that film. Is just like ah, no, fuck that, fuck that. But as long as you didn't look at it, you're okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. Which made no damn movie. sense. Okay, I can't, I can't not love that movie. It's so, so I. Don't, but uh, yeah, no, it, it's it's. I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, they 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 hit something, and I I find it really incredulous that it, it is a bird e- even a small flock of birds e- even going out the idea that there would be birds that high um, I, I just find it really hard to swallow that uh, random bird pill I just can't do it it did happen it's, in October though yeah it is October yeah. where things thinking, are like, migrating yeah but if they would have hit one, they so that, that guarantee it. They're not. They're like, let's say it is a, they're descending and they hit a lone goose. Not with that time of year. There's more than one at a time flying in there. Right. Unless it was, you never see rare. Hardly ever, rarely see one by itself. They would have got some in the engine just because. Yeah, it just the the spread pattern yeah. of how they fly. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't know, man. I, I they hit something, and I, I don't think it's. A bird. A, no bird. A small biological creature. Maybe uh, it was part of a big biological creature. It, it very well could be a bigger biological creature. Like I said, I don't know which one is, is more credible, that it would be a, a ship, which, in my opinion, I believe there are things flying around. What they are, I don't know. We've been over that a million times. Or something else living that they... God bumped it. into and wasn't paying attention to. I mean, it's, it's get off the sky creature that creeps me out. I'm like it just. It, it's, it's a no, no man. Look up the photo, man. It, it's a fucking crazy photo. I know it is, but yeah, <laughs> it's it's wild, man. No, they're just. I I don't know. It, it's hard to. I know what it is. It's goddamn the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. Oh man, that would really be creepy. Actually, I actually Fuck knew a guy. <laughs> Funny story. I actually worked as a youth counselor for a while. And I knew this big guy. He's like a huge bodybuilder. Man, he worked out. He right. and I'm like, he said, "You know what creeped me out, Rob?" And I said, "What? The flying monkeys." And I said, "You know what creeps me out? Is you can't touch your elbows together." Yeah, right, right. He's like, "What?" I'm like, "Touch your elbows together." He can't. Let, let me <laughs> he's he's just that big a guy. He's right. like, yeah. I'm like, let me go help you wipe your ass because I'm pretty sure you can no longer do that. Either. <laughs> no, he's good. He's a good guy. Yeah, can't remember his name, but he's a good guy. But yeah, now, now flying monkeys, man, they were fucking. Creepy as shit. Yeah. Just, uh, well, I, <laughs> but it, yeah, no, it's I, I, I don't know. There, there's too many different little cases of things, and there, there are other ones out there of similar types of incidents. Yep. Maybe not quite as extreme as some of these of of run-ins with vehicles. I mean, you have 
I believe, I didn't write it down, but I came across one even from back in the west of wagon trains being buzzed by flying thing that, and they just kind of blew it off. Like a lot of the stories in that time, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's just the Thunderbirds. And, and, yeah. I just wanted to know, how in the hell would you claim an insurance claim on that? Right, yeah. We, uh, we my Ford Focus got dropped by a UFO. Yeah, I need, it got picked up. It's been totaled. The windshield shot, everybody. Okay, pee in this cup. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I, I do feel sorry for a lot of these people. I, I, I believe these happen, but I'm just saying, I feel so sorry for them because they're ostracized, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. they were put ordinary people were put in extraordinary ordinary, ordinary people were put in extraordinary circumstances. Yeah, and I'm like, they're like, that did happen. I'm not crazy. I'm like, I believe you, but it just. Yeah, it's just, it is. <laughs> right. And, and that's where, like, like someone like us, if we had some weird shit like that happen, and we came out and said it, you know that all of this would then be spun around us that we are just oh, yeah. crazy and looking for attention. Yep. So it's like... That's why I hope nothing I, crazy happens go, to us, because... Just, I, I want something. going to go tell it. Yeah. Uh, because, <laughs> uh, fuck you. Yeah. You believe what you want. You're going to... Yeah. That's our philosophy. No matter what. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, you can see, I mean... It, it, it's textbook uh, tearing down they've been doing for decades. And, and the government, a lot of times, has been at the core of some of these, of tearing these people apart. Yep. And making them out to be fucking wacky dudes. To the point where the average person goes, oh, geez, one of them. You know, like, like I said, it, it was a long time. It wasn't well, probably like, in the last like, 10 years. But if you actually notice, like in the last five years, the government is like, whoop, let's do yeah. a 180 here because something's going to happen. And oh, we yeah. need to start saying we believe in this shit. Yeah, yeah, Even NASA's jumping like, the bandwagon. Like, like, like everything, they're like, man, we gotta get, we gotta get behind this. Like we've always been on this side. Yeah, yeah. Well, because when it comes out, we're gonna be that, shitting our pants. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, we're gonna be, we're gonna be fucked because they're gonna be like, why didn't you tell us we have been? Remember oh, a couple of years ago? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 forget the previous bullshit. fifty years. Oh yeah. No. No. Don't, don't worry about the, the the fucking six decades. It's like your boss saying. Oh, you're riding your ass for two years, and all of a sudden it's like, you're doing a really good job, you know what you're doing. And I'm like thinking, uh, what's fucked up that you need me to fix? Yeah, and, and, and that is a microcosm look at exactly what happens. Because yeah. I've, I've had bosses that have done that same kind of bullshit. They just tear it down, tear it down, tear it down. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh man, I gotta tell you, you've been doing so good all these... Oh, I wasn't doing good fucking six months ago when you were being a dick. And that's exactly what the government's mm-hmm. going to do, too. It's like, no, come on, we're your buddies. I believe we've watched them do that in other circumstances with other shit. It's like, no, we've always been on this side. No, you weren't. <laughs> yeah, we were. Okay, you were. Everyone just follows along with it and goes, oh, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that's what they said. <sighs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> goldfish me- gold memories. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Shine, shine a new fucking sparkly singer show in front of them. They'll fucking forget all about it. <laughs> Goddamn. Well, uh, have you got anything else are. for these wonderful listeners of ours? No, man. It, uh, no. No. I actually, no. uh, check out the new Willow series. Oh yes, um, definitely check out the new Willow series. If, uh, if you like the original movie, right. watch the series. If you haven't watched the original Willow, it is actually on Disney Plus. You can watch Willow the film, and then this picks up, you know, like twenty years later, whatever, yep. eighteen years. Uh, and it's really good at filling in the fantasy. backstory too of what. Yes, happened. Uh, I was actually shocked because I know at the beginning of it they like 
legally they have to put things up, language and all that. And it was like, you know, graphic violence. I was like, what, on Disney Plus? No, there's actually some pretty violent goddamn <coughs> scenes that I was oh, yeah. not, It's not exactly super young kid friendly. No. I mean, it, it's... And, and Willow had a lot of crude jokes in the, the original film. But yeah, it was actually way more uh, violent and aggressive than I thought it was yeah. going to be. I was like, I oh, liked it. Shit. No, it's fantastic. I, I love Willow. I'm, I was always pissed that it, it shit tanked in the theaters because there was actually more planned for the film series. I'm glad they did it, no? But yeah, I mean, it took a long time to get it because 88 is when it came out. Yep. I remember going to see it in theaters. Same, so like, same year as Goonies. I was like, George Lucas, fantasy and, and monsters and magic? Fuck yeah, man, I'm in. This is going to be the great new series. Tanked in theaters, which is unfortunate. Val Kilmer was in it. You know, Warwick Davis, who would go on to play Leprechaun and play Wicket uh, before in Return of the Jedi. And the Goblin of Hogwarts and oh, Fresh yeah, Flizzit. Yeah, it was, he was a couple different characters in the Harry Potter series. Yep. But yeah, no, it's a, a fucking fantastic series, man. It's hour-long episodes, which, again, I was surprised by, but pleasantly surprised. Yep. But yeah, really, really cool if you like fantasy and kind of lighthearted, but still kind of dark. Uh, but yeah, no, really, really cool series. Premiered this week, uh, the weekend. Well, the week right before, after, yeah, we're recording Right this. after Halloween, basically. Yep. Also, shout out to the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that came oh, out on Thursday. I haven't watched that yet. Uh, it's funny as shit. Uh, but yeah, no, that's about all I got, man. Just well, throw, throw some fine. Disney love. Maybe, maybe you don't like the company, but as long as they're putting out shit I want to watch, I'm going to keep watching their shit. Yep, you know? I agree. <laughs> Keeping all the rest of it out. Just bring me shit I like, and I'll give you some money. All right, folks. It's like our company motto says, fuck normal. When does normal ever want anything? Bye. Shut